0: Welcome to Digging Into a Bible. Hey, hey, welcome to Digging Into the Bible. My name is Jim Barnard. This is a production of Tiller Coaching. All right, well, it's day 54. So good to be with you. Yesterday, we saw um Paul in Athens. Uh, he's on his second missionary journey. He's there by himself um and he uh he, he finds himself at this Areopagus, this hill where uh you know, kind of everyone gathers and he's able to give this sermon that is so good. He addresses their desire to understand God and um, this altar that's to an unknown god, and he even uses pop culture, uh, these um, these poems that are current to that day, um, to to kind of wrap it all together and to give a gospel presentation um, to its fulfillment, and he's he's able to to win a lot of souls for Jesus and such a big deal. Well, today Paul leaves Athens and heads on to a city called Corinth. Uh, we have books of the Bible to the, the Corinthians, and um, so, so so we're going to learn more about uh, the backdrop of that. Speaking of backdrops, that's enough of a backdrop to get going. Let's go ahead and dig in. This is Acts chapter 18, starting at verse 1. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth, and he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, When Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was occupied with the word, testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. And when they opposed and reviled him, he shook out his garments and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. And he left there and went to the house of a man named Titius Justus, a worshiper of God. His house was next door to the synagogue. Crispus, a ruler of the synagogue, believed in the Lord uh, together with his entire household. And many of the Corinthians, hearing Paul, believed and were baptized. And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, Do not be afraid, but go on speaking and do not be silent. For I am with you, and no one will attack you or harm you. For I have many in this city who are my people. And he stayed a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. But when Gallio, the pro- proconsul of Acacia, uh, the Jews made a united attack on Paul and brought him before the tribunal, saying, This man is pers- persuading people to worship God contrary to the law. But when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrongdoing or vicious crime, O Jews, I would have had reason to accept your complaint. But since it is a matter of questions about words and names and your own law, see to it yourselves. I refuse to be a judge of these things. And he drove them from the tribunal. And they all seized Sosnites, a ruler of the synagogue, and beat him in front of the tribunal. But Gallio paid no attention to any of this. Alright, so um Paul can get um he can get so emotional, baby. <laughs> I love just adding in old 80s and 90s songs. Like, that's what's up. Okay, so Paul can get emotional. He got emotional here. And that seems like such a a bad thing. But to me, it's just not. Like, he is so desperately trying to get the gospel message out. And they are not receiving it. And so he's just like, all right, be done with you guys. I'm just going to go to the Gentiles. And then all of a sudden, all these Jews start getting the word. Like, sometimes a little passion isn't the, isn't, isn't like the worst thing. And sometimes I think we could use a little bit more passion. Like I'm over here giving podcasts every day and you guys aren't watching. You guys aren't listening. Like, where are you at? Maybe the viewers won't come because of that. That's fine. I'm just having a great time anyways. But you know, this, this passion is really good. And, um, and really it opens the door for God to speak directly to Paul. And don't we all want that? Like, you know, God says, you know, you don't have to be afraid because I think that's really at the, at the nature. Like, you know, kind of Paul is reflecting fear of like i'm I'm pouring this out, and you guys are just going to attack me like uh, and you know God is able to say like no i've got you i'm I'm going to protect you and and notice what it says here, um you know in a verse fourteen, but when Paul was about to open his mouth when when the jews are doing this exact thing when they are um you know making this accusation and trying to get the proconsul to come down on him and you know you know do what seems to happen every time like get him beaten get him attacked like you know force him out of the town the proconsul okay well let me let me do this verse 14 says but when paul was about to open his mouth gallio said to the jews remember this phrase um open open your mouth it, it's so often a statement where we're letting the holy spirit speak this time it's not the holy spirit speaking through um paul but the holy spirit is is using gallio the proconsul to um to speak and to protect him just like god said he would and i just think that that's so amazing and you know obviously this proconsul doesn't care about, you know, like men getting beaten, like <laughs> they do it to this, this synagogue ruler uh, shortly after because they get so jealous and it's the same narrative, but, um, you know, God worked, God showed up, the Holy Spirit spoke and, you know, he just needed the mouth to be opened and it happened. So, it's so great. Paul gets to stay there a year and a half and do unbelievable ministry there. And frankly, we're going to move on from from here onto an, another town. Um, we don't get enough of that context, but in the Corinthian, you know, books we will see more and more of what happened and what is going to happen in in this Corinthian town. So. Um, I'm over time. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening and accepting my passion because, uh, you know, sometimes that's that's worth a lot. So uh, I will see you tomorrow as we continue on with Acts chapter 18. I will see you then.